0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Messy Notebook Paper. It is of course 10.30 at night and I have a sudden burst of motivation. Um, my sister and I spent all day watching the Twilight movies. We still have one more to go. We're going to watch Breaking Dawn Part 2 tomorrow, which is... I'm really looking forward to that because I've seen it once before and I really liked it. I think I saw it two years ago. But I'm hoping she and I can record an episode tomorrow after we're done watching that. Do a little review because it's, it's been really fun watching those together. But... Um, been trying to record episodes for the past few days I was having problems with my podcast app it wasn't letting me log in and I wanted to do a Bridgerton episode I wanted to record that so that is coming I just have not recorded it yet and I kind of have like what I want to talk about so um just yeah look out for that and then um today we're gonna be doing something a little different um I know I mentioned before that I wanted to do like where I listen to an album and kind of gave my like reactions to it and fortunately for me um Taylor Swift's releasing The Fearless Re-Recordings next Friday, and I've, I have have time to record an episode to, in response to that, so that's what I'm going to be doing. That episode should release the 11th of April. I'm not sure when this one's going to release. I might take, like, another week make sure I have all the episodes set up, and then they can just all be, like, planned, and I won't have to worry about it, and they'll just come out when I plan them to. So, yeah, we'll have, actually, like, a month or so where episodes are just coming out, because I'm going to do two... The ones I'm reviewing right now <laughs> I watched uh seasons one and two and iCarly of iCarly on Netflix which is the only season that's on Netflix right now I don't know why they haven't put the other seasons up but I watched both seasons it's technically seasons one through three just like with the episodes but they put it on as one through two and um yeah I'm gonna be ranking them like I did with the victorious ones but I actually have like kind of strong opinions about this and I went about it in a different way where I like ranked it so that's probably gonna be two episodes then we'll have the Taylor one we'll have the Twilight one and we'll have the Bridgerton one so that's like I think five excellent awesome so that's good because I feel like I, I feel kind of bad not giving everyone episodes but that's fine okay so I think let's let's just get started um Enough blabbing, but let's get started. Okay, <laughs> so we have iCarly. Um, if you do not watch iCarly, I believe it first aired, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Is that right? I don't know. Um, that might be wrong. No, that's right. Okay, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, around there. Um, and it follows this girl named Carly. Um, she is thirteen at the beginning of the show played by Miss Miranda Cosgrove who is amazing. I've watched I watched School of Rock recently. She's so good. I love her so much. Um anyway, uh she is a young teen living with her brother in Seattle. Her dad is in the military. I don't know what happened to her mom. I guess the mom died probably. Um so she decides to start a web show with her friend Sam and her neighbor slash He's like, he has a crush on her. I'm going to talk about that later because it's really weird. Um, Freddie, he lives right across the hall, but her and Sam are best friends, so they decide to host the show. And then Freddie's really good with tech, so he does that aspect of it. Um, and they basically have this really popular web show, and they again do a bunch of hijinks. Um, honestly, after watching the first three seasons, and then I've obviously watched Victorious before, I think I prefer iCarly just because, like, I, Carly, they don't go with these crazy over-the-top plots like I think Victorious does. Victorious gets a little weird, um, and they go into the more, like, there's every episode they're doing a web show. I feel like with Victorious, they could have really gone into the fact that they are at a performing arts school, but they don't, like, they just don't play into that fact, which is kind of disappointing, because that's, like, the whole interest factor, like, I didn't watch a bunch of those old Disney Channel shows where it's like, that's or Raven and Montana, but like their main selling factor was that Hannah Montana, she was a secret, uh, like singer and Raven was a, a, she had t- telepathy and like, she could see, no, not telepathy. She could see the future. And, like, that's, she's a psychic. Oh, my God, I couldn't think of the word. She's a psychic and she could see the future. And they really went off that and, like, included it in, like, every episode. Like, it was part of their personality and, like, part of the plot. And so I feel like with Victoria's, they didn't really include that aspect of it. It was more like, I don't know, half the episodes are like that and the other half are just Tori's problems, which, you know, she's the main character. So, uh, speaking of, in terms of characters... My favorite when I was younger was obviously Carly, because I've talked about this before, how I loved the main characters when I was little. I still think Carly is a very good main character. I think Miranda Cosgrove gives her that, like, spunk, that sass, that, I don't know, Tori Vega's just, she's got, really not got, really didn't have a lot going on. Like, I feel like Carly, we get a sense of her personality. She's smart, she's hardworking, she's organized, she's a type A kind of stuff like that. She's very sassy. Um... <laughs> And then we've got Sam, her best friend. I'm not a big fan of Sam. I do, it's kind of uncomfortable watching the show back, knowing all that Jeanette McCurdy went through during it. So I do feel maybe that's affected my view of the show, but she's, she's fine. Freddie, so creepy. I used to have a crush on Freddie when I was younger. He does get cute in season two. Season one, he's just really small and tiny and like doesn't have a dress, <laughs> but he's so creepy. He's, he's like unrequited love for Carly and how he never gives up. It's so weird. Obviously, though, my favorite character is Spencer. Um, I did not appreciate him when I was a kid. He's the best. I do wish he would step in sometimes. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk about it in this first episode. Let me see. Um, no, it's on the other page. Okay. Um, there's 64 episodes if you're interested. Um, in the episode called I Quit, I Carly, um, Carly and Sam decide to like part ways almost, and Spencer's off doing his own shtick, like, he has his own side plot, so I wish if he had gotten involved the whole plot episode maybe could have been resolved, like, he would, I don't know, I feel like that would have been a nice moment for him. Anyway, while I was watching the show, I decided to rank each episode, so it'd be much easier to do this at the end of it. I had, I did change a few of the rankings just because I feel like the point values were a little skewed, um, so I did it on there were five categories and they could be scaled on a scale from one to ten and then i would add them all up and then at the end it'd be out of 50. so it was on plot, humor, Spencer's antics, Sam's one-liners, and overall enjoyment. So the plot is, like, whether like whether or not there's an interesting concept in the episode. Humor is how much, like, it made me laugh. Spencer's antics, you know, his side plot, what he's got going on in the episode. Sam's one-liners, if she's really funny. I wish I had made a separate column for Carly, because I feel like a lot of the times the episodes are really good because of what Carly's doing and what she's happening. What's going on with her? Um, and then... Sorry. And then we have... Um, overall enjoyment so that's a little bit different as if I so maybe like other aspects of the show was lacking but I really enjoy the episode overall so and then it was overall out of ten. okay so I think it's probably just be best if I get started here obviously these are all my personal opinions and I'm not gonna remember every single plot point of all the episodes but I'm gonna try my best to remember the little stuff obviously the side plots are gonna be a little lost on me I'm only going off of like the title of the episode okay so, number 64, we have I Bloop, and just like, um, the Victorious Bloopers episode, I was not impressed with this one. I do think they frame it a bit better. With the Victorious one, they do it, like, as, um, oh, what's his name? Rex the Puppet is hosting the episode, and I don't love that, because I've obviously talked about the beef I have with Rex. He's so fucking annoying. But in this one, they frame it more as Miranda, who is the star of the show. She's, like, bringing in, um... Jerry Trainer who plays Spencer to like talk to him about how many times he messes up on set. Sam and Freddie and their actors are just not present in this episode. So I don't know what was going on there. Um but she basically confronts him and they look through all these bloopers. Um obviously this score is pretty low on plot and Sam's one liners because she's not there. I do think Jerry Trainer is funny and Miranda's fine too. But just overall I don't really count this as an episode. This feels more like a special or something, like where they're just showing the bloopers. And obviously they're and honestly they're not that fun. They're not that funny. Like, I feel like a lot of them might be planned or staged. So, I feel like it's only fair, um, the other episodes obviously have better writing, have overall plot, um, all the characters present. So, I feel like it would be only fair to put this one at the bottom, just like I did with the Victorious one. So, obviously, I don't have that much to say about this one. So, we're going to just move on. Okay. and number 63, we have I Hurt Lubert. Lubert is the girl's, well, no, Sam doesn't love there. Lubert is, uh, the doorman of the building freddie and carly live in he's disgusting but we all know he could get it if he really tried (laughs) there's an episode later where um they find his ex-girlfriend and they find pictures of him with the girlfriend and he like actually looks pretty decent he kind of reminds me of the dad from jesse like the kid's dad because i feel like he could maybe pull it off if he really tried he does have a really big wart on his face if he got rid of that maybe went to a therapist, an anger management coach, possibly wore some better fitting clothes, took a shower every once in a while. Okay, so (laughs) I forgot about this. My friends and I do that's okay. My friends and I do a PowerPoint night and I'm thinking for the next one because last time like I kind of bombed. It was really embarrassing. I don't know. I just like my might have been too long and people were losing interest because I went last. Next time I'll make sure not to go last. But um, Mine's probably going to be why I think Lubert from iCarly would be the perfect contestant on Queer Eye. First off, he's disgusting. Um, he needs better fashion that fits him. I know it's a uniform and we really only see him in his uniform, but he wears, like, sneakers or whatever. So I feel like Tan could come in and fix him up, get him a better looking uniform, make him look better overall, help him find some better, like, fitting clothes. Um... Let's see who else is there. Okay. Uh, Anthony would help him eat right. We don't want to see him eating a lot, but I'm assuming he does not eat healthy foods. I mean, he looks fine, but like, I feel like he could be doing better. Jonathan would help him with his hair, obviously, because I feel like he needs a haircut and just needs an overall shave. And then the face, he could get rid of that wart. Um, Billy, no, wait, no, it's not Billy. Bobby would fix up his apartment because it's disgusting. It smells so rancid and bad and there's nothing there. It's like there's dead bugs and there's a dead lizard it's really gross so and then karamo would help him um like control his anger and you know do the little whole life coach thing and then maybe find him a girlfriend I don't think he has a little love affair and I hurt lubert with Freddie's mom which is kind of weird because I feel like freddy's mom's a lot older than lubert but whatever and then his ex-girlfriend's kind of creepy so I don't know Maybe he'd find a different girlfriend. But, yeah, that's my um, that's my gist, probably. That's what I'll do. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> um, But, yeah, in I Hurt Lubert, uh, the girls are do this bit on their show where they do messing with Lubert. And they, like, I don't know, pull pranks on him. Honestly, I'm thinking this. I really love this show. But if I was a teen, if this show, if their web show existed and I was a teen in 2008 and had my own computer, I probably wouldn't watch it because they do a bunch of, like, a, like physical humor and it's just, is not that funny. I don't know. I mean, I maybe I would watch it. That's just not my kind of thing. I don't know. Okay, right. anyway, and I hurt Lubert. Uh, the girls pull a prank on Lubert and he ends up getting really hurt and he has to go to the hospital and can't do his job. Um, what really sucks about this episode is, like, the Lubert side plot is so lacking with the main characters and you're hoping the Spencer side plot will, like, even out the episode, like, be a little bit better. But it's not because it's with that little kid Chuck and he's so fucking annoying He's so gross. Every time, I think it happens again in the other Lubert episode. There's two Lubert, Lubert-centric episodes. This one's much worse. I do not like this episode at all. Lubert's very annoying. He yells and gets upset about little things. Spencer fills in for him at the, as the doorman position and Chuck messes with him. Honestly, that's like a smaller part of the episode and then Lubert is like in the Freddy's mom it's very weird. I do not like it at all. His apartment's disgusting. He's disgusting overall. The kids don't have much to do. Um I don't know if Sam's very funny in the it's not a very funny. Funny episodes so I get very low scores on overall everything. Okay. Um next episode number 62 is I am your biggest fan. This stars um Mandy, is that her name, Mandy? So I feel like the side characters so far in Icarly are very bad. Luber, Mandy, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Um, Tebow's fine. Tebow's actually pretty good. I love, love Gibby. He's great. (laughs) Gibby and his little brother. Um, Oh, the girl who kidnaps them, Nora. That episode should be so much lower. I have it way too high, I think. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, that girl's annoying too. Anyway, Mandy is this little girl um, and she's like... I Carly's biggest fan and so she sends them a letter and is like a letter, an email and asks if she can come on the show and they let her come on the show but she starts following them around. She'll leave them alone. And the Spencer side plot, I think he's trying to join a band, which I did like that concept because the the one girl in the band was really pretty. Suze, that was fine. But then they end up getting rid of Mandy by making Mandy the... Well, they don't even do it, like, on purpose, but Mandy starts listening to the band's music after Spencer leaves the band, and she becomes really big fans of them. So unfortunately, like Luber, Mandy really only has two Mandy-focused episodes on her. Um, I still am not a big fan of this one. I think she's really annoying. The plot is lacking... I don't know. Not a big fan. Okay, anyway. Um, The next episode, number 61, is I Stakeout. Um, (laughs) This episode's so weird. Um, Basically, what happens is the girls are doing something on their web show where they're, like, looking at random people on the street, and the cops realize that the person they're looking for in this, like, investigation was on the video, so they decide to stay for some reason. Do they have a warrant? Interesting point. Um, They decide to stay at carly and spencer's apartment to do a stakeout on the business across the street to see if the guy there is selling pirated dvds but they end up staying there for so long they're so annoying the cops are painted in such a bad light on this show it's great i love it um (laughs) this episode and then the one um the one where they do pee on carl is kind of funny but he's very minimal. And then the one where Freddy moves out, which I'll be talking about later. Um, Freddie moves out and they have problems with the pet care guys, they talk to the police, and the police are like so biased against them. It's so so interesting how badly the police are portrayed on the show. Anyway, so when I stake out, um, it's really annoying. Um, the one cop is like knows Spencer from camp and he always slaps him on the ass, which is weird, <laughs> and his son's annoying too, except there there is one funny part where he's like you find me, the kid says to the dad who keeps flapping Spencer's ass, he's like, you find me irritating. And the dad's like, I have never said that out. <laughs> so I do think that's funny. But um, the rest of the episode, not so much. The kids end up taking things into their own hands and Going to the place across the street and they find out the guy actually makes pirate DVDs like Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like that. It's bad. Um, I don't love this episode. I don't think I'll ever rewatch it. Um I don't remember if it was season one or season two, but it's still not good. I do think season two is better, and season two has some of my favorite episodes. Okay. Right. <laughs> Number sixty is iCarly saves TV, and fun fact, um, the guy plays Andre in Victoria's in this episode, um, he plays a guy named Harper, and he, like, is part of the band for the show, basically, um, as we all know, network TV is just failing, it's a flop, she's not doing well, so this guy, um, decides to, invest in iCarly and make it a tv show but they end up making all these changes freddie has to work as this like little intern um they kick sam off the show because she's too aggressive and Carly ends up having to work with these other people i don't know it's a weird episode and i don't remember what spencer's doing so obviously his side plot must not be very good or else the episode would be a bit higher because spencer usually tends to make the episode better so i don't recall what he does in this episode it must not have been of worth (laughs) um i do not really like this episode i think it's really annoying um it really sucks to see like something so important as the web show be taken out of context and put on this like tv show where they don't really have a lot to do I don't know it kind of sucks um don't have a lot to say though I do think it's a bad episode and I've seen it a lot it used to be a lot on tv and like you know you see <laughs> whenever you see a show is on like I don't know we don't really have cable anymore but when we used to when we used to and you could like scroll through the channels you would see what something was on and you're like oh yeah I could watch iCarly the whole afternoon but it'd be the worst episode to be like this Um, let's see what else is there. (laughs) Um, I cook, like, some of those, like, bad episodes. You're just like, I'm not in the mood to watch these episodes. Can we not do that? Um, okay. Next one is 59, I spy a mean teacher. The only good part about this episode is when they get stuck in Miss Briggs' house. And (laughs) it's the, um... (laughs) It's the Randy Jackson closet. It's really funny. This is a very old episode of iCarly. I think it's, like, number three or four of the, uh, season one. I don't remember what Spencer does in this episode. Probably nothing of worth, if I can't remember. Um, but Carly, Sam, and Freddie decide to do, like, a little, um, investigation on teachers at school, because if they don't get the teachers' permissions, they just spy on them from their houses. And turns out Miss Briggs, who's this really mean teacher at school, is super boring. She plays the bagpipes. She exercises inappropriately so they end up getting into her house and freddie and sam get stuck in her randy jackson closet and when sam comes to pick them up uh they get caught and miss briggs is like you're gonna put me on your web show for what you've done she ends up playing um the bagpipes, and it's really annoying and then um they end up fixing everything by putting the green screen in the background and it all ends up being a very funny very um entertaining episode of the show i do think this is kind of a run-of-the-mill very boring very bland episode i don't love miss briggs the only part is that i really do like is the randy jackson closet Freddie's a creep it's fine okay (laughs) um next one 58 i saw him first this episode also features a nickelodeon actor it's the guy who plays james on big time rush um, basically, Carly and Sam are fighting over him, which I don't love. I don't love when that happens. I don't like once he uses a plot, so which is probably why it's so low on this list. but basically, um James from Big Time Rush is friends with Freddie and he's gonna work on the show, and Carly and Sam decide to uh have a little competition where they both date James, but that I don't that's not his name. What is his name? i'm just gonna call him james from big time rush okay <laughs> they both decide to j- date james from big time rush but then they get really jealous and it's breaking up their friendship so they decide to think like hey um whoever kisses him whoever he kisses first can date him so they end up there's like the whole episode is them fighting over this guy and i really don't like and i really don't believe that these two would be drawn apart by a guy especially one as mediocre as james from big time rush I know he might be good looking to you, but this is early James for Big Time Rush. This is pre Big Time Rush, so he's not that good looking, and yeah, this is. There's a lot of episodes where Sam and Fred, not Sam, Sam and I and Carly are fighting, and Freddie gets in the middle of it, and I don't love that dynamic for them. So we're just gonna go right past it, okay. Fifty seven is I cook another episode that I do not love. It's not great. I don't love it. Um, basically in this episode, um, Freddie, Sam, and Carly are challenged to a cook-off by this celebrity chef, think Bobby Flay, Guy Fieri, Gordon Ramsay, I think this guy is named Robbie, Robbie Flame, I feel like that's his name, I'm gonna believe it's his name, Robbie Flay, I mean, (laughs) Robbie Flame, okay, so he's the, like, this is, like, really famous chef, he has his own show, and he's never lost, he does food, challenges with his contestants so they decide to make spaghetti tacos and he also makes them and then whoever makes the best one wins they end up winning of course the episode would not happen if they lost and he gets really like upset about it and he gets really depressed and then at the end of the episode he decides to fight little children at a wrestling ring but then i think sam takes him down or something i don't remember See, like, very boring episode. Nothing interesting's happening. There's nothing, there's no appeal. There's nothing interesting. Um, I think Sam, if I'm correct, I think Sam does beat him up at the end, which is entertaining, obviously. So, yeah, it's not great. We're going to move on. <laughs> I have so little to say about some of these episodes. Okay, next, number 56, is IPi. Um, to be honest, kind of similar to I Cook for some reason, Although they're not really, so they're just both both about food. Um, I cook follows. Um, nope, I just talked about I cook. I pie. There's this pie shop near where, near where I where I wanted to call her I Carly, where Carly Spencer and Sam live. No, Sam doesn't live in the building where Carly Spencer and Freddie live. And Freddy's never had the pie, but they all, like, get him on board. It's really good pie, apparently. I don't know. I'm not big on pie, so I wouldn't, I don't, this is believable. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Right, anyway, so it was really good pie, and I'm pretty sure the chef, uh, the Italian chef guy that works there is the dad from Victorious. Although the dad on Victorious was, like, in a few episodes, so I don't remember. Um, so basically they're like, um, we're not sure if this pie shop is gonna be open for much longer because the guy is very sick, and then he dies. The pie guy dies. And the only person who knows the pie recipes is his granddaughter, Trudy. And Trudy's kind of gross. She reminds me of this one mom I babysat for one time. She's just kind of gross and nasty. And maybe that's why this episode's so low, because I don't like her, and I don't like... She, she like tries to get with Spencer but it's also just kind of a run of the mill episode like okay these are two girls who have a web show why are we caring about pie they do use it to get other pie recipes but kind of backfires unlike in the I Dream of Dance episode which I do think uses it like that. that's a good use of the web show this is not um and at the funeral they Carly and Spencer decided to track the crowd while Freddie and Sam go in the back and try to find it because they said the Trudy and the chef guy from Victorious say um the recipes are on his computer they're actually in his computer like they they knock over something and it's in the like little disc drive that's usually on a like a big computer <laughs> that makes sense um so they can't open the pie shop see that's a Hallmark movie that's not an episode by Carly god this episode sucks okay um 55 i scream on halloween um this is a halloween episode i only remember watching it once or twice really half this episode is carly and carly and sam like screaming the whole time which is really annoying um (laughs) basically they decide to film a web show for halloween in this like haunted apartment that they think is um that has a ghost in it and that's really all you really need to know about this one um they think it's all haunted and spooky and abandoned but turns out there's this old woman living there with her grandson it's all big misunderstanding so yeah the reason this one's so low is because well it's not really interesting plot it would be interesting i think if it were more like horror elements it's really just them screaming the whole time which i don't love so okay 54 I Space Out. This is another one where if you saw it on the TV guide, you're like, shit, turn it off. We don't want to watch it. Because this episode kind of sucks, to be honest. First off, I'm not a big fan of, like, space content. When people are, like, going into space or being in space, they need to really stop making space movies. Like, what was that one with Brad Pitt? Ad Astra? Enough with white men in space, okay? Maybe if it's women. Maybe if it's people of color. But white men in space? We've had so many of Those the martian apollo 13 and like even in like hidden figures they didn't get the went the they didn't even go into space i don't know space movies just freak me out i would never want to go into space if i'm being honest all uh, right so in i space out carly sam and Freddie get the opportunity to go up into space to do an iCarly web show and but they have to go through all this training they go through the training and then they have to stay in this like pod for 36 hours to see if they could be put up in space (laughs) um and if they freak out or anything or they do something bad or they end up not being able to work together then they're going to lose the opportunity meanwhile spencer's at home and he sees this little girl running around the house and he's told it's because carly's not there anymore and he's like manifesting it like he's uh, he's hyper fixating on his younger sister I don't know but basically I would really I really like Carly in this episode she tries to put it all it together and then she's the one who ends up ruining it for everyone she ends up like breaking out of the pod it actually is kind of funny I do like I really like Carly she's probably my second favorite character it's probably Spencer and then Carly and then Gibby probably and then Sam and Freddie at the bottom <laughs> um so this episode's okay I think it's it's fine. Like I said, it's not I don't love space episodes. I do think it does it does use it uses the idea of a web show in a good way. Um you haven't really seen that a lot. But yeah. Um, again, not much to say on these episodes. <laughs> Yikes, I'm just so lost loss for words. Okay. So number fifty four. That I just said that. Number fifty three is I Will Date Freddy. <laughs> this is a season one oldie uh Freddy who is the tech guy of the show, a little creep, if you will, um, he gets asked on a date by this girl named Valerie, and she's, she's, I think, a year older than them, but, um, basically, she all did it, she only did it because she wanted to run her own web show and get free to work with her, she even asked Sam to do it, and she tries to, like, she tries to, like, um, stop Carly from being, like, really famous or whatever, I don't really know. Um, this episode is very run-of-the-mill, again, um, I do think it's interesting there's like a little rivalry um again use of the uh web show is very very well done um not very funny if I remember I don't remember what Spencer does in his episode so I am so sorry that I'm not saying more about these episodes they just kind of all they're all not great yet um (laughs) okay (laughs) number 52 is I won't cancel the show I actually thought this would be higher because it is a season two episode and it is like it's very interesting concept basically sam gets arrested for putting a hot dog down a mexican ambassador's pants which is very funny so sam's not on this episode which i think is why it scored so poorly and then i do there like other reasons why i don't like this episode as much so carly does isn't sure if she wants to cancel the show or not because her dad who's in the army like a no he's in the navy because he says he's in a submarine and the navy's with the ocean okay so they say the dad is in the navy. And, basically, they don't want to cancel the show because the dad will be watching and they think this will be, like, the only opportunity he has to watch the show. So, they decide to bring Spencer in. The only problem is Spencer has a date with this very sophisticated woman. I thought it was Gina Carano for a minute, but maybe I just had that on the brain because I did write an article for my journalism class about cancel culture. It was a very good article. Um, I talked about Gina Carano. I talked about Chris Harrison. I talked about oh, that YouTuber, I don't want to mention his name because he's kind of gross, but the gaming YouTuber got canceled for um uh, for sen- for interacting with a minor inappropriately. I was going to talk about Morgan Wallen, the country singer who said the N-word, and, like, I who I despise. I hate him. Um, but the article's already pretty long, so I decided to get rid of that example. And also there wasn't, like, all I really talked about when I did that part of the article was, like, He's getting rewarded basically because he has all this controversy. He um was seen in a club, like a week before he was supposed to perform on SNL without a mask during this panorama pandemic. So they kicked him off, but then brought him back two months later, basically showing like, oh, it's oh you can make that mistake. We'll bring you back. Don't worry about it. And then um he said this. He said the N word on like when he was like drunk and he has this platform, and they got him on. He got you're on candid camera, they got him on camera, <laughs> they got him on camera saying the n-word, but now all his, um, his music is really popular on Spotify, and, like, it's charting again, which is proof, like, it's just showing, like, how the press can affect you, like, it's all negative press, they're all against what he has done, but regardless, like, his fans are still supporting him, it's really weird, so, also, did you see Bill Burr, that shitty com- comedian is, like, publicly defending Gina Carano. He's so fucking stupid. I hate him so much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't, I shouldn't get off topic. Also, did you see what he did at the Grammys? That was so bad. Oh, my God. That man It's crazy. I hate him so much. I've hated him ever since he hosts SNL and called women bitches. And how dare he. And also, he talks shit about gay people. I was just rude so how dare he and he also like mispronounced all these um he was presenting the latin music awards at the grammys and he mispronounced and mispronounced everyone's names and looked and could not look less excited it was so oof, disgusting anyway what was i talking about oh <laughs> i won't cancel the show all right so, Spencer's on this date with this really sophisticated woman, and he, ends, he has to end up, like, helping with the show. I do really like Spencer in this episode, and I like the whole concept of that. And Gibby's also in this episode. I love Gibby. But I just... it's not great. He has to go back and forth between the show. I don't love the sophisticated lady, and they do the baby bit. the Where, where he's in the little stroller, and he's the baby. It's very gross. I don't like it. So, I think this episode is low for a reason, we don't have Sam, Sam's kind of the driving force of the show, even though she's, not, I'm not her biggest fan, but I do think she adds something to the show, so yeah, okay. <laughs> Number 51 is I Meet Fred, if you don't know, Fred was a very popular YouTuber, he was like the first YouTuber to reach um, a million subscribers, I still watch his, uh, it's hit like I, I watch Lucas Cruikshank, I feel like that's his name, I watch his channel, I he think he's, he's very funny, um, but he actually did a video where he reacted to this episode in particular. So I do feel bad putting it a little low just because I'm still a fan of his now. But this episode is not great. Um I definitely like I wanted to say this before I got too much too farther into this, but I do really like that um because the internet was so new, I feel like iCarly really made an impact in terms of like what we should be posting on the internet. How, what, what we post on the internet what, I can't talk. What we post why we, what we post on the internet has, will have either positive or negative consequences. Um, how the media can control stuff. So, specifically in this episode, and then later when I talk about the Shelby Marks episode, which is such a good episode, I'll talk about it later. Um, basically, in I Meet Fred, um, the girls show a video of Fred and who I don't think is very funny either, but it was the Times. Um, and Freddie says, I don't think Fred's that funny, and people basically take it to think that iCarly is against Fred just because of what Freddie has said, and they start a whole, like, I hate iCarly page because f- they talk shit about Fred. And then at the end, they have to apologize to him. They go to his treehouse. I do like that part of the episode because, obviously, I love Lucas Kronkschek. But, um, yeah. it's It does feel <laughs> kind of like a plug. It feels like, oh, Fred's really popular. Maybe we can have... It does... They talk about that in the episode, too. Fred's like, I was never mad at you guys, it's just like, you got you got more press from this, and I got more press for this. So it does feel kind of like Fred, I don't know if Fred was promoting it on his show. I mean, it was his YouTube channel, so I don't know if it was helping iCarly, but like, if fans of Fred saw that he was going to be on an episode of iCarly, maybe they got that, that, maybe they got them to watch it, and then watch the show. So, although I feel like if you're a Fred fan, and you're watching that stuff on the internet, you're also already going to be a fan of iCarly, but that's just me. Okay, so, yeah, not a great episode. What is Spencer doing in this? Oh, Spencer has the magic meatball. That's another reason why this episode's low. It's stupid. Okay. <laughs> Spencer's side plots are either top tier or the dumbest shit in the world. Okay, next episode is number 50, I Don't Want to Fight. I do think this one's good. Again, another example of where Freddy, not Freddy, Where Carly and Sam are fighting and Freddie gets right in the middle of it. It's not great. I don't love that dynamic for them. Um, Oh my god, my hair is so greasy. We love that for me. Okay. (laughs) So in this episode, Carly and Sam are celebrating their five years of friendship, I believe. And basically, uh, Carly makes this shirt for Sam that's like very... No. Yes. Carly made this shirt for Sam that was like a big eye. Carly's shirt with their faces on it and Sam says, Sam says, like, oh, I'm gonna get you a really nice gift, I'm gonna get you tickets to this concert, so we can both see the concert, and she sells the shirt, how dare she, how dare she, so dramatic, anyway, so she sells the shirt to get the tickets, and they start fighting, it's a big brawl, (laughs) they literally start punching and kicking each other, no, I'm kidding, it's just, like, they're fighting or something, I don't really remember, um, and then, it's weird because at the end, Freddy decides to fix the fight by tying their hair up in ponytails and having these, like, ropes attached to their hair so he can pull their hair whenever they interrupt each other, and it's weird. It's kind of creepy. I don't love it. <laughs> so, yeah. Another example of just one of those episodes where Freddy gets in between the two of them. Not, literally, not that they're fighting over him, which is gross, but it's like, I don't know, he has to be kind of the peacemaker, and I don't think he's very good at it, so... Okay, next episode, number 49, I, Neville. First off, I fucking love Neville. He's, like, top tier on the, uh... Him and Gibby are two, probably the two best two best guest stars on this show. I love them. I love Neville. He's so slimy and great, and he's a little fruity. I'm gonna be honest. He's a little gay. <laughs> um, so, in this first installment, we have, um... He has this really popular blog, and basically, there's girls at school are, like... Well, Carly, we're not going to watch your show because Neville hasn't reviewed it yet, and obviously must not be good if Neville's not talking about it. So Carly's like, "Well, shit, maybe I should talk to this Neville guy cuz she thinks he's like an adult and he's actually like, you know, has a has taste in internet stuff." So she decides to inter- to I email him and meet up with him, and she goes over to his house and meets his mom and she's like, "Are you Neville's wife?" And she's like, "Wife? Girl, you got to get together." <laughs> Um, so she meets Neville and Neville's like 12. He's very young and he's really creepy to her. He tries to kiss her. He's like, look how big my brain is. And he's like, eat some top knot. <laughs> so, and when she doesn't, I like this. I like it because I think it's a good look at, um, like the men controlling the, um, the, oh my God, what am I trying to say? Like men controlling the media and the internet and stuff like that men controlling the business, the, the bit, oh my god, the entertainment business, basically, um, I'm sorry, I'm so, like, scatterbrained in this episode, so Neville is basically like, you have to kiss me, or else, and Carly's like, well, shit, okay, and, um, but she doesn't, shoulder ground, she's like, I'm not kissing you, you're gross, you're nasty, and she leaves with Spencer, and Neville basically goes on a site, and He's like, you'll ruin the day, Carly Shay. you'll rue it. And he trashes, um, he says how bad the show is. He hates it just because Carly wouldn't kiss him. I do think that's a really, for a kid's show, that's so interesting. Especially now in, like, The Wake of Me Too. It's so, mmm, so, so good. Chef's kiss. Um, and it's like, it's not that hard to, like, portray to a kid. I really, really do think it's interesting. And it stays, like, that stays with Neville throughout all his things. that like, He is still bitter about Harley because he didn't kiss, she didn't kiss him that one time and I do think that's realistic um so I don't remember oh yeah they just they just I do think the resolution of the episode is a little weird they just tell Neville they, they just tell Neville's mom about what he's done he gets grounded or whatever I do think there's a second Neville episode and I do think the ending with that and the military is a lot better um but yeah I think it's I, it, this I really like it's interesting I can, maybe I could do, like, a paper on how iCarly handles the media. I think that'd be, int- that'd be so interesting. Dude, I'm taking a research class right now, and I'm doing all, like, film stuff and diversity and, like, the Oscar So White, stuff like that. But, like, imagine if I just dedicate my life to writing mom movies. would be so good. Okay, anyway, let me write that down. Okay. So, and I would specifically talk, like, I could get papers about the Me Too movement and talk about this episode and how it paved the way. What else? There's just the the media and internet feuds. Talk about, um, like, how the media portrays couples. Like, with all the Brad, Jennifer, Angelina stuff. That would be so interesting. That'd be fun. I would love that. I'm so interested in, like, how media controls stuff. Like, I I need to watch the Meghan and Harry interview. I just need to do that. So yeah, I do think this first installment in the Neville, because there are, like, like I mentioned before, there are a few, like, there's specific guest stars, and they show up in their own specific episodes, so I feel like the other Neville episodes are a bit better, but this one's still, still good. Um, uh, Spencer's off building some sculpture or something, so it's, it's fine. Okay. (laughs) I'm back. Um, I want to say that I recorded the first like forty minutes of this podcast very late at night. I think I say that in the recording now, and it's very um scatterbrained. It's not very good, so I just want to apologize for that. I don't have a lot to say about all these episodes, but I am going to continue reviewing um the iCarly episodes. I think I stopped at number forty-eight, which is I Have My Principles, and. I was only about to give you a whole recap when I remember that this is not going to be, like, the beginning of part two. This is just a continuation of the episode I already recorded. So I don't have to do that. Okay. <laughs> um, 48 is I Have My Principals. Honestly, um, a little bit lower than I expected it to be. But basically this episode, um, the principal of their middle school, high school... They don't really change schools between there, so I'm assuming it's just one big middle high school sort of thing. Um, their principal, whose name is Mr. Franklin, he asks if he can be on iCarly and wish his daughter a happy birthday. But when the superintendent sees that, he gets really upset and fires President, Pr- President, Principal Franklin, which, like, I don't really understand. I don't know how that is legal. Um, he was doing that in his free time. Uh, I don't know. He wasn't doing anything racist or homophobic or transphobic or he wasn't being a terrible person. He was just on a web show wishing his daughter a happy birthday and having fun with the kids. I mean, there could be a... (laughs) Maybe off screen they were like, um, he went over to a student's house and filmed a web show and sat on fudge balls. So, maybe that was their... Maybe that's what they were fighting for. (laughs) So... He gets fired, and Miss Briggs, who's this really mean teacher, and then I don't remember what the other guy's name is. He's this ugly white guy, though. Um, they become the new co-principals. I've never heard of that before, but they become the new co-principals. They, um, issue school uniforms, really strict rules, and the iCarly gang has to, um, get Principal Franklin back, and they do. Um, I think the reason this one's so low is because it wasn't a very funny episode. Um, I think it's fine. I think it's Okay very middle of the road. Maybe it should be a little higher, but it's fine. Okay. Number 47 is iPilot. Um, this is the first episode of the show. Um, and, oh, I'm going to be linking this video. It's really funny. Um, this girl on YouTube named basic girl, um, she did like an edited version of this episode and it's really good. So I'm going to put it in the uh, description of this episode. You can go watch it. It's like eight minutes. I think it's very good. So in this first episode, we have Carly and Sam and their best friends. And, um, We kind of established that Freddie has a crush on Carly and he lives right across um, the hall. And because Sam and Carly um, did these, like, pictures of Miss Briggs, they put her head in a rhinoceros or hippopotamus or something. Uh, I don't remember. They have to watch the talent show auditions. And they watch talent show auditions and they're not very impressed, but then they find out these kids have, like, wacky talents. And then Miss Briggs tries, like, silence then basically she's like, those kids aren't going to be in the talent show, I'm going to put the other kids in the talent show, who you didn't like, because um, they say that she has pointy boobs, and they post that, that video online, it's so bad, um, so then they decide to create their own web show where they're not going to be um, silenced, basically, they can do whatever they want, They'll, um, they bring all the kids from the talent show on, they have that guy who squirts milk out of his eyes, which is disgusting, actually gross like please get that away from me I don't want everyone to see that again um so yeah this episode I feel like very similar to the okay the victorious pilot though I do like when they're playing um alphabet improv that is a good part of the episode but the iCarly pilot is kind of just very run-of-the-mill I think Spencer's just building a sculpture he's not really doing a lot um they start the web show so yeah there's not a lot of stuff going on it really is just Miss Briggs tormenting them and then they get the idea to start the web show okay Next, number 46, um, I find Lubert's Lost Love. Now, if you remember earlier, I said I'm not a big fan of the Lubert episodes, just because I think he's disgusting and gross, but again, a good member for, he would be such a good, um, I feel like Carly or Sam, okay, if the show was made today, Carly or Sam would nominate, um, Lubert to be on Queer Eye and think nothing of it she'd be like okay well maybe I don't know he's probably not gonna get picked he gets picked the Queer Eye guys come to the show I mean they got One Direction they got the plain white tees I feel like they could definitely get Queer Eye on the show um so they bring them on they fix Lubert up Lubert is all well and good. That would be his like final episode. He wouldn't ever be on the show again, which is fine. Um, and then the queer eye guys can come on the can come on I Carly. That'd be such a good episode. I would love it. So and I find Lubert's lost love, basically Lubert's being terrible, like always. And um Sam leaves her phone in his apartment when he goes back, he when she goes back to get it, she finds his like box of secret Lubert stuff. That sounds gross, but it's like all his like home videos and stuff, and she finds his tape. Um, this ex-girlfriend of Lubert's and they decided to contact her and bring her back but turns out she's insane now like I said I'm not a big fan of the Lubert episodes but I think this one has some special charm to it and of course um the Spencer side plot is another Chuck based side plot but Chuck ends up stealing tv remotes and I do think that is fine they are working together the only big like bad thing Chuck does is do the tv remotes and it's not like he's tormenting Spencer or doing other things it's like God, that's kind of weird um, I don't remember what episode it is but there's one I'm trying to think of which one it is hmm I don't remember but um there's an episode where Spencer gets stuck in the basement and Chuck is spraying him with like water or pee or something it's kind of gross I don't know what what episode that is but that is a bad example that's a example of a bad chuck and spencer side plot but i think i find lubrid's last stuff has a good one because um he, it ends up relating back to the main plot i love when that happens on these shows i know it's a kid's show so i shouldn't be like super impressed with the writing or anything but i do think the writing is very good on the show because they always a lot of the episodes they manage to get the side plot which usually would be kind of useless to connect with the main plot so in this one Um, Lubert is not sure how he's going to get away from his crazy ex, so when, um, they blame Chuck for stealing their votes, Lubert takes the fall so he can go to jail, and then he ends up slapping a cop so he can go, he's like, how much for slapping a cop? And Sam goes, six months. (laughs) it's funny so i do like the idea of lubert's crazy ex i like that he is not so disgusting we don't see his apartment in this episode so yeah that's why it's a little bit higher okay number 45 is i psycho this is a this is the first of the one hour episodes that they would do and for some reason on netflix they're all in like one big chunk i did watch the um I go to Japan episode separate from the other like one hours because the I go to Japan one's like I think an hour and a half or something so um the I psycho one basically um yikes let me think okay. the iCycle one has a better Spencer side plot than the main plot Spencer is at home he's fixing this cabinet and uh, not cabinet he's fixing the counter that he broke and Gibby comes over because he can't go to camp because he's too old so him and Spencer start hanging out and then Gibby and his little brother Guppy end up saving the iCarly kids from Nora, who is their crazy fan, she, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad, she reminds me of Victoria from Matt James's season of The Bachelor, which, speaking of, was not impressed. I am not a big fan of The Bachelor right now. Um, this last season made me realize how much I don't like it. I prefer The Bachelorette 100 times more, and I'm glad we're getting uh, two seasons of The Bachelorette. So I think we're going to get Katie's season, which should start, I think it's filming now. So Katie's season will start soon both katie's season then bachelor in paradise which is gonna be really good this year i'm so excited because we have so many seasons to catch up on and then we'll have michelle's season um later in the fall so that i'm really looking forward to because i love both katie and michelle they're great (laughs) but yeah i wasn't a big fan of matt james's season this year anyway um so yeah nora looks like victoria from matt james's season which is so mean but she's like their number one biggest fan and she's like I am ham I'm throwing a birthday party but no one will come, so like I think if you guys will come then everyone else will come to the party and they do. But then once the party's over, Nora brings them into her basement and locks and kidnaps them basically. I was freaking out this whole episode because it takes them a little while to like show that Nora's gonna kidnap them. It's really only like the last 20 minutes of the episode. So scary. I'm I was freaking out. I hated it. It was so bad. Um yeah, I don't like this episode. I'm not a big fan. The only part I do really like Is um when Gibby and Guppy come in and beat the shit out of Nora and they save Carly and they save Carly, Sam, and Freddie. I like that part of the episode. So next, um, we have forty four, which is I rocked the vote. Um, this is about Carly and Sam. They're on um their web show and they talk about David Archuleta, who was a um contestant on. American Idol. And they're basically like, oh, you guys have to vote for David Archuleta. They don't think he's going to win against his British component. Com- component? Is that how you say that word? His his other, his competition, I'll say that. Because I don't know if component... Does that make sense? I don't know. Okay. The British guy, and but when David Archuleta does win, they see that the British guy, his mom is sick, and he was going to use the money from the record deal to um, help his mom with the surgery. And This episode's very similar to I Fix a Pop Star, which I'll talk about later. Although I do have that one a bit higher on the list. I think I rocked the vote. I don't remember what Spencer's doing in this episode. I never remember what Spencer's doing. He's always the side plot, and I never remember what he's doing. Yikes. Okay, anyway. So they feel really guilty about what happened and bring the British guy on the show. I forgot his name is. I don't remember, I, people have made comparisons to him and Shane Dawson, and honestly, I was, I was feeling it, it was so, it made me really feel, it made me feel gross, because I watched that, um, hour and a half long video of that guy, I think D'Angelo, I think his name is, he, um, did, like, an hour long, an hour and a half long episode on YouTube talking about everything Shane Dawson has done, and that video made me, like, feel so sick, it was, ugh, disgusting, anyway, um, so, yeah, they bring this British guy on their show, and they promise to, like, um, do a music video for him. And he's really nice on camera, but it's time to go off camera. He is so rude. He calls everyone hobnockers. Um, so, yeah. But then they end up exposing him for who he really is because his mom, he, ends up, he ends up confessing that he lied about his mom's sickness. His mom's perfectly fine. And, yeah, <laughs> that's really all there is to it. Um, and then they bring out David Archuleta, and they roast the British guy to shreds so (laughs) yeah just a run of the mill episode nothing very special there okay number 43 is I kiss um this is a good no Sam's terrible in this episode I hate Sam (laughs) Sam is just such a bad friend I'm gonna be quite honest there's an episode later that I insisted on being higher but scored so low because of Sam's side plot um I might switch schools. That episode, so good, but Sam and Freddie are the worst. They're so mean to Carly, she has a chance to go to a different school, and they ruin it for her. But I'm going to not say as much right now, because I'm going to talk about that later. Okay, in terms of eye kiss, basically the, the gang is sitting around, and Car- and they're talking about, like, kissing or something, I don't really remember, and Carly's, and Sam's, like, when was your first kiss? And Carly talks about this guy that she kissed, and Freddie reveals that he's never kissed anyone. Are we surprised? No. because um, I think this was season one when he was, like, still ugly. No. It was season two. Never mind, season two, but very early on season two, and so Sam goes on the web show and says Freddie has never kissed anyone. But seriously, he's fifteen. Why are we shaming this prepubescent? Well, he's not prepubescent. Why are we shaming this adolescent teenager for not kissing anyone? I feel I was I was I was offended. I'm going to be quite honest because I'm eighteen and I've never kissed anyone, so do better nickelodeon do better (laughs) um but so sam goes on the show and says Freddie's never kissed anyone and he gets like really bullied at school but like are people bullying him have they ever kissed anyone no probably not but then sam goes on the show and says i've never kissed anyone either but then and the episode ends with her and fred she apologizes to Freddie, which is fine i think this is um not not as bad as some of the other ones in terms of sam what is she what she does but um she apologizes to Freddie, and then they decide to kiss to get it over with. Which I think is a bad lesson for children, because a special kiss... Ki- the first kiss is a special time. Um, and you don't want to rush into it and get it over with, because I don't think that's... you got to wait for the right person. Also, obviously, this ep- the seasons where Freddie and Sam... Yes, that's the right name. Freddie and Sam are together. I do think it's really weird that with this kids' show, we have a very heavy, like, romance-heavy plot. It reminds me of uh, Girl Meets World when there was that love triangle. Like, what was the point? What was the point? We could have just been learning life lessons this whole time and why do we have to go about all this romance in a children's show. So, yeah. And as a former, what is their ship name? Freddy? Ew! It sounds like Freddy. Although is, was... Fam. <laughs> Would that be Freddy? Or Fram. <laughs> Wait. Is it... Seti? Ew. What? that's disgusting. Or Farley, that could be Freddie, Farley, no, that's gross. Okay, I, when I was younger, I used to really like, um, Carly and Freddie, obviously, and, um, thought they would be cute together, so. As someone who used to like Freddie and Freddie, and Carly together. I was not supportive of this episode. (laughs) Number 42 is I Like Jake, which actually features a young Austin Butler. Basically, I think this episode's kind of funny, because there's this really hot guy at school named Jake, played by Austin Butler, and Carly's really into him, and so she asks him if he wants to be on the show, and he's singing. He gets on the show, and he can't sing for shit, which is real, I think that's really funny. So, they have to figure out what they want to do, and they, Carly already, already, Carly obviously likes this guy, so she's not sure if she wants to tell him the truth or not, and, um, so they end up using this, like, vocal, like, stuff to help him fix his voice, um, obviously pretty run-of-the-mill episode, but I do think it's funny in that regard, um, I wonder if I can go, ooh, it is still recording, excellent, ooh, someone texted me, dad said hey, hello, I'll text him back, same thing, bitch, just different pictures, um, Where's my Excel spreadsheet? Let me see. Hello. There it is. Okay. Um, what episode is this? I Like Jake. No? Yes, it is. I Like Jake. Oh, it's pretty high. Okay. Oh, okay. No, I gave it sixes and sevens across the board. I keep having to remind myself that, like, we're still pretty low on the list. But anyway, it's a very run-of-the-mill episode. Okay. Number 41. We have I Like Jake. Did I not just say that? Okay, number forty one is I, Twins. In this episode, basically, Freddie's like, I know I'm gullible, da, da, da. and he thinks <laughs> he thinks Sam and Carly are messing with him because they keep saying that Sam has a twin sister named Melanie. I remember this episode not being on a lot, so like when people would mention it, I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen that episode before in my life. Um, I think this was just the the like writers and stuff trying to get Sam and uh, Freddie sam and freddy together i'm sorry i don't know why i keep messing up their names sam and freddy together even though they doesn't make no that doesn't make sense at all um so they're trying to get them together but like it's melanie so basically the whole thing is freddy's real annoying in this episode because he keeps saying over and over he's like i'm not gonna believe it i know she doesn't have a twin sister like shut the fuck up so annoying and then he ends up taking melanie out on a date and they kiss and then it's revealed at the end that sam actually does have a twin sister um i find this um this interesting because we've never heard of a twin sister before and they try to shrug it off as like oh sam doesn't like her but i feel like if she would have brought it up more it would make more sense um i actually i don't know why this came to mind but i watched crazy stupid love on friday no, on Tuesday. Just because I wanted to put on a movie and, like, I don't know, just not do anything. And of course, I have all these movies on both Hulu and Amazon and Netflix to watch. What do I choose to watch? A movie that's not even on my list that I didn't even like like at all. I gave it like three stars. But anyway, so there's a big reveal in the movie that Emma, we see Emma Stone's character and she's with Ryan Gosling's character. And Ryan Gosling's like this womanizer who's trying to help Steve Carell uh after his divorce. And it's revealed at the end of the movie that, well, not at the end of the movie, but like, two-thirds of the way through, that Emma Stone is actually Julianne Moore and Steve Carell's daughter, and she is seeing Ryan Gosling. Like, there's a whole big twist and everything. It's actually really funny. Um, and her name's Hannah, and the steve carell and julian moore have been calling her nana like have you talked to nana and i was like okay that's the grandma like obviously but um it's not (laughs) it's um emma stone's character and i think that's a like you almost forget about i kind of knew the plot twist because i'd seen that part on tv before but like i think that's a really clever way of doing it the screenplay was fine i don't it was there was a lot of weird stuff in it anyway um it's very dated i think but um they do a good job of introducing that twist in this, we have never heard of a twin before, and I think that's supposed to be, like, a big, like, mind fuck to the audience, so we're supposed to be in Freddie's shoes, but I don't like Freddie in this episode, so I don't appreciate it. Okay, that was a long rant, I don't know. Now that I'm not doing those, like, what I watched this week video- uh, episodes, I have no time to watch about talk about stuff. Although, I really just re-watch movies, I, and then watch random movies. I used to do that all the time during quarantine. I watched some shitty Anna Kendrick and what's that Sam Rockwell movie just because I didn't know what else to watch I was like sure okay I like Anna Kendrick first off she's supposed to be dating Sam Rockwell in that movie and that's disgusting and that movie's so weird it was so weird he was a hit Sam Rockwell was a hitman but he was going after the people who hired him instead so the people he was supposed to kill it was weird okay I just but I watched it on whim why not I'm pretty sure I gave it three stars too okay <laughs> although let me wait can I check real quick is it still gonna record? Let me see. Am I texted back? Can you move your car back out front? Okay. Uh give me twenty minutes. I'll make some tea then. Okay, let me see if I can go on Letterboxd without this stopping. I wanna see what I gave that movie. I really do not remember. <laughs> um let's see. Films. When did that movie come out? A while ago. Hmm. Sorry, this is kind of like. What did I say it was called, Mister Right? When did that movie come out? There it is. I gave it three stars. I say definitely not as bad as I thought it was going to be. The whole film had a serious tonal problem, and I didn't understand the villains' villains' motive. However, the action scenes were interesting, and Anna Kendrick and Sam Rockwell did their sticks perfectly. So yeah. It's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. We're not recommending them. (laughs) Okay, number 40 is I Saved Your Life. This is a very heavy Freddy and Carly episode. I do like the side plot, though. Um, The side plot is Spencer and Sam are fighting in this game called... I don't remember, but they're basically using little paintball guns to shoot at each other. And I like that part because I do think it's funny. Um, Sam and Spencer are pretty good, like, side characters. So I think the side plot's pretty good. But the main plot, basically, is they're filming this episode. And they're, like, in the middle of the street. And Freddie gets hit by a taco truck. And Sam gets a taco, which I think is funny. Um, She gets hit by... He gets hit by a truck. And he's, like, injured. And um, Carly comes over to help him. And she kisses him. And then updating because she's so infatuated with the idea that he saved her life, which like I feel like that would happen to me. <laughs> but they end up uh, he ends up breaking up with her at the end because he's like, You don't like you don't actually like me, you just like the idea of me and uh, the idea that I've saved your life. I do think it's an interesting concept. Once again, this is a children's show. Do we really need this much romantic focus? But I like the side plot of Spencer and Sam, whatever they're doing. Okay. Next episode number 39 I rue the day (laughs) this is another Neville episode but I think it has a better ending than the other Neville episode I talked about I'm still thinking about writing that me too iCarly and the internet paper like please can I do that (laughs) I don't know (laughs) all my I'd have to make my own like connections because I don't think there have been a lot of think pieces on iCarly I mean there might be I could probably find some but Anyway, <laughs> all right, so in I Roo the Day, it's a novel episode, basically the girls are filming, sorry, let me focus, they're um, doing a web show, right, this is the one with the plain white tees, I forgot, okay, I forgot, so basically Spencer um, saves the lead singer of the plain white tees, which if you don't know, they sang uh, "Hey There Delilah, uh, but they don't sing that song on the show, why would you not do that, that's like their only song, I know, the song they do sing though is pretty good. Anyway, so he saves the plain white tees guy, and he's like, hey, Carly, um, I can probably hook you up with- I can probably get the plain white tees to perform on I Carly. So they set a date for it, and if they don't- they don't get the plain white tees to perform on that day, then the plain white tees are gonna go, like, on a world tour or whatever, which, like, were they doing that? Um, (laughs) and they- they won't get this chance. So they really think it's gonna be a good idea for, like, um- to have them on the show because that's a big, that's an awesome opportunity. But their show keeps getting hacked by someone, and that someone is Mr. Neville because he's still um, angry about Carly and how she wouldn't kiss him. <laughs> but um, then they get the military involved. <laughs> they literally send the military to stop Neville because he's like hacking their show, which I love. I love that ending. And they put him up on this like Mission Impossible wire and he's like swinging around his living room it's so funny it reminds me of the I hate Sam's boyfriend episode and how they get Jonah and it's just it's so cathartic it's great okay <laughs> um next episode 38 is I promote tech foots this was one that I did not like as a kid and I'm actually surprised it's pretty high on this list but again I really like the idea of like it's basically an episode about sponsorships and I like that's so relevant today because I don't know as someone who like consumes so much youtube content i don't really understand that like how sponsorships work but i feel like this episode does a good job of like covering it so basically um the kids get contacted about uh talking about this tech foot which is a foot by Deka. tech foot by Deka. yeah so the Deka company contacts them about um talking about uh tech foots on their show so more people will buy them and they're like they're n- this new electronic shoe that like has Wi-Fi can feet can warm up your feet. Um so they go and they work with this these this company. Ah, sorry. When they get the shoes they turn out to be they they suck. They're so bad. Um <laughs> and they try to talk to Dega about like they're like, we can't promote these shoes. People are getting so upset with us because the shoes suck. Fix your shoes. But then they find a loophole because Spencer went to law school for three days and l- represents them. Um, they find a loophole, and they end up talk. They talk positively about the shoes, but still like trash them. They're like they're great for cooking weenies or whatever, like stuff like that. So they really find a loophole around that, and I like that aspect of this episode. I still don't think it's the best. Obviously, it's in the lower half of the list, but I still think it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> so I like this. I like that Spencer gets involved and helps him out because he. Went to law school for three days. I like that. It looks at sponsorships and how the girls have to really solve the problem, like, what they're going to do about it. So, yeah. I think, um, I have to move my car, like I said, but I think this is going to be the end of part one. We're also running a little long. So, yeah. Next week, now that I'm re- I'm recording all these episodes, like, pretty far in advance. So, next week, I don't know when next episode will release, but this one is part one of the Our Carly Ranking videos when you're watching this last week should have been the twilight one and then you're listening to this one and then next week part two will be out so thank you for listening and i will see y'all next time bye